1: Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr.
2: Oh, how are you doing today? I'm Carl Davis Jr. And welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses, Start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. Our offices are located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. Our guest today is a very, very special guest, and I'm so happy to have her on. We have the Oakland. Mayor Miss Libby Schaff on today on Silicon Valley Business Connections. How are you doing, Libby?
3: (laughs) I'm really, really great this morning. Let me tell you, it's sunny and beautiful here in Oakland.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm excited to have you on the show, and I know our listeners, you know, see all the different things that you're involved in, but. Many of them probably don't know your history or your story. How did Libby Schaff get to be mayor of Oakland, and, and what was your sort of path to, the, to this uh, sort of position you have?
3: Yeah, well, listen, I'm born and raised in Oakland. Grew up here uh, in a family that definitely was not political, but really believed in community service. I graduated from Skyline High School. You know, my first major job was as an attorney, but, you know, I, I also... Started a nonprofit during that time, and mm-hmm. just realized that I loved public service more than I liked litigating Samurai Suzuki car rollover cases. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, you know, I, I left the big, fancy law firm, went to start a centralized volunteer program for the Oakland public Schools. And you know I, to this day, am just such a believer in the power of good education mm. to connect kids to opportunity. Um, and, and really, I fell into politics by accident. Mm. Uh, you know, I've always just been a lover and a believer of Oakland. You know, even when I went away to college, my friends would tease me. They're like, oh, this is Libby. She's from the center of the universe, <laughs> because I would just be like, Oakland, <laughs> Oakland, Oakland. I've always <laughs> loved my city. And part of that is, you know, it's not just a place. Oakland stands for values. Mm. Oakland has always stood for inclusive diversity. Mm
4: -hmm. It's
3: always celebrated its artists and had like this great creative energy. It's always been a working class town. Uh, It gives us this kind of gritty authenticity that I think is kind of hard to find these days in the Bay Area. And finally, we are very clear about our progressive values. We have always been a hotbed mm. of social change, social movements. You know, we even like to protest from time to time. So, <laughs> you know, it really came from being a lover of, of my city. I was behind the scenes in politics and government for about 15 years before I decided to run for city council. And then I just had this crazy moment mm. where, um, you know, I felt like, This moment of opportunity Mm -hmm. to grow, to revitalize, was on the horizon for Oakland, and I did not want to see it messed up or have it pass us by. Mm -hmm. And I also, I wanted to demonstrate that a city can develop, revitalize, attract investment, but do it on its own terms, be true to its values, not sell its soul. Mm. And uh, I hope that that's what people feel. Uh, as they watch Oakland grow, but grow well.
2: Well, this is your second term, right? You got reelected in 2018.
3: I did. Thank you very much. Well,
2: that but was the I city am term
3: limited. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
2: God. <laughs> what else? That I was going to ask you because you took on some very, you know, tough things. I know you. I know. I know you championed like the minimum wage uh, thing. And can you talk a little bit about that? Because Libby, I'm going to mention something before you dive into that and think about it. I'm a chamber president. So many times, you know, issues come up that we have to figure out, is this good for big business, small business, is it good for the people? And minimum wage was a very interesting one because people need to make a living wage. And yet I thought, wow, our very small businesses are now going to be hit with an increase in their labor costs, right? So tell me, what was your thoughts about that?
3: You know, this City is so expensive to live in. Yeah. We've got to give people something that at least is close to a living wage—the yeah. wage that you would need to afford a basic place to live. And I know that a lot of our small businesses struggled, but they also knew it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, I certainly tried to support. Uh, the implementation of the new wage by promoting Oakland businesses. Mm -hmm. I said put your money where your values are. Mm. Know that when you eat at this restaurant, The workers that are serving you are actually earning a decent wage. And that should make that burger taste so much better. (laughs) I love it.
2: I love (laughs) it. That is so wise. You know, you're also a big proponent. You know, Oakland, I mean, years ago, Oakland used to be a pretty tough place, people would think. And so the Oakland police, I mean, that's a very special place. What's your relationship with the Oakland Police Department?
3: Uh, Listen, I am very clear. Uh, In fact, you know, I I had some very choice words in 2016 when our police department was truly um, had a horrifying scandal. We Mm -hmm. had a sex scandal within our department. Mm -hmm. Actually, there were several departments impacted in the Bay Area. And I was clear that I was here to run a police department, not a frat house. Um, I have been incredibly pleased with the direction. Uh, There's always a lot more work to do, but very proud of many of the progressive reforms that we've seen. Uh, My new chief of police, who is actually Oakland's first female chief of police, has really been uh, showing what leadership is about. And that, that means that not only are we seen um, enhanced accountability and leadership from outside you know oakland now has a fantastic civilian uh, police commission Uh, for example they just put forward the most progressive uh, parole and probation search policy in the country Mm. but change also has to come from within and i have been pleased to see our department Uh, forming its own equity teams, uh, doing something called the Barbershop Forums, where particularly our African-American officers are going out into the African-American community. And most recently, they actually went up to San Quentin
4: Mm. to
3: really have some open and honest conversations about how police have harmed particularly the African-American community
4: Mm.
3: and what it's going to take to heal those Mm. past harms and move forward so that everyone feels safer because of the police.
2: Man, that is wonderful, Libby. See, that's the type of progressive thinking that, uh, I mean, I've seen just uh, a lot of uh, more women in government and women in leadership. You know, we talk about that in corporations and government, and look what happened in, you know, the national government. Speaking of national, (laughs) I know... Oh, but Carl, before you go there, I just mm-hmm.
3: want to underpin that um, while Oakland has been reforming its police department, mm-hmm. implementing these very progressive changes, you know, we mm-hmm. were the first major department to roll out a full body camera program, mm-hmm. crime crime has gone down tremendously in Oakland. Uh, We literally have cut our gun violence in half. We got nationally profiled by the Gifford Center last year for having one of the biggest effects on reducing gun violence. So I just want to underscore that when you reform your police department, you can also bring down crime at the same time. And Oakland really is celebrating that we are on a good trajectory in both of those areas. And, and that, you know, when I ran for mayor, people said, you know, what's your economic development policy? And I said, you know, this probably doesn't sound like what you expect, Mm -hmm. but I want to uh, lower crime and fill the damn potholes. Mm, and I think mm. if I do those two things, <laughs> Oakland has a great—you know—it has so much to offer businesses. And um, we've we've been doing those two things, and we certainly have seen them pay off as far as huge numbers of businesses coming to Oakland.
2: Man, that is so wonderful. You know, connecting with the community is huge. I mean, people don't see how all these things are interconnected. You know, you keep crime down, uh, businesses can thrive, and your thing about the barbershop forum is fantastic. Um, You know, before we finish our break, though, I know, um, you know, Trump and his folks have said some pretty bad things about you. In a minute or two, how could you sort of respond to what they've said?
3: Well, let's just be clear uh, that our president is a racist. He is a misogynist. (laughs)
2: Call it like it Um, is.
3: (laughs) I I think it's important to call it as it is um, and to be unapologetic about what our city stands for. Uh, I have been so proud to stand up for the values of my community uh, as a sanctuary city that welcomes immigrants, uh, that really believes that we need to fix our immigration system so that we can enjoy the talent and the family bonds of all people who choose to come here. Um, and, and I just, it makes me sad every day as someone who loves government and feels that our job in government is to reduce human suffering and make society more fair, mm-hmm. and I don't think the current president is um, doing either of those things. In fact, I think he's bringing us back. Uh, and And I just hope that we truly take this opportunity to recognize how important good government leadership is and encourage people that that don't want to be something, they don't want to have a title, but they actually want to do good work for their community. We need to encourage people that have the right hearts and minds to step into these leadership positions, to run for office. Uh, It is more important now than ever. And we have uh, a really frightening example of what bad governmental leadership looks like.
2: Wow, man, we got to leave it right there, Libby. That was fantastic. We're going to take it back on the second side. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
0: Join the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and watch your business grow. Participate in mixers, webinars, and training workshops to help start, finance, and grow your business, all with the help of the Chamber's certified Small Business Development Center's consultants for free. That's right. Sign up for one-on-one help from a certified Small Business Development Expert Advisor for free. Call 408-288-8806 or visit blackchamber.com. That's
1: blackchamber.com. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connection. We got Libby
2: Shaft, the mayor of Oakland, California, on the show today. And Libby and I were in a, a very lively discussion of some of the things that she's been um, sort of leading and champion. And one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, and I know a lot of people, this is very, very key to a lot of people. When we talk about this cannabis business, you know, a lot of people were sort of um, imprisoned because they were selling, you know, marijuana or cannabis. And, and Mayor Schaff has a very interesting sort of way of trying to rectify that and help that out. Libby, is there something you want to talk a little bit about this cannabis sort of business and issue?
3: Sure. I mean, uh, the data is, pretty, um, clear that the war on drugs was the war on black men. Mm -hmm. Um, and even in a beautiful progressive place like Oakland, California, when you look at marijuana arrests, it is almost entirely African American and Latino men and boys. And we know that everybody uses, Mm -hmm. like, let's just be honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, we had an opportunity and I'm very proud Mm -hmm. that Oakland, said, if we're going to have a new industry, a new opportunity for people to make money, let's recognize institutionalized racism and do something to start making up for the wrongs that we as government have committed. And so in Oakland, when we give out our cannabis related permits, every other permit must go to what we call an equity business. Mm. And that means the uh, majority ownership uh, either has to be from an, a part of Oakland, either they had lived or were displaced from a part of Oakland that was overly policed for drug-related offenses, or they themselves have a marijuana-related offense. And so that has been going really well. Uh, a lot of cities from all over uh, states that have legalized marijuana have come to study what we're doing. And then we're also using the fees that we generate to create a revolving loan fund to actually help these equity businesses get up and running.
2: Mm, man, that's fantastic! You know, I, I I think a lot of people would be, you know, really uh, really supportive of that. Um,
3: you know, you know, institutionalized racism yeah. hurts everybody. It yeah. it is keeping just talent, brilliance, entrepreneurial effort uh, and energy out of society where everyone will benefit from having the full complement of humanity, uh, you know, at the table. And, uh, you know, another kind of, I think, you know, institutionalized racism busting uh, initiative we have is our partnership with Kiva. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kiva.org. That's K-I-V-A.org. These are crowdsourced zero-interest loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, zero interest. Yes, I said that. <laughs> um, and and the process for getting these loans. These are really for people that are not going to be able to get. Your traditional bank loan, mm-hmm. where banks, you know, basically banks just lend money to people who already have money, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> if that. Honest about that.
3: <laughs> right. uh, Kiva looks not so at your credit score or your collateral or your cash flow. They look at your character and whether or not you have a good business idea. And then um, they they have a process where they put you up on their platform with millions of people that want to lend money to great entrepreneurs that just may not uh, come from a background where they've got the advantage of uh, traditional business people. So Kiva is another great um, kind of racism busting uh, initiative that we have here in Oakland to help our Small entrepreneurs uh, establish credit ratings and then get uh, into a place where their businesses can really grow and thrive
2: you know that that almost lines up a little bit what you said earlier about the good education and how your heart is for good education. You and I know diversity and inclusion is are words that you know a lot of tech and other firms use, but to, at the end of the day, the bright ideas that everyone has i mean it just seems like one day when we get to that point where People can say, hey, look, we want to hear from all people because we'll have better, well-rounded ideas. And basically, we'll make more money with better ideas.
3: That's right. You know, I talk a lot about um, we have to have the stone soup mentality mm-hmm. rather than the pie mentality. Mm-hmm. And, and let me explain what I mean by that. Do you remember uh, ever reading that that book when you were a little kid about stone soup? I didn't Like, that. you know, there was a yeah. Everybody was hungry in this village and this person came along and they put a big pot of water on to boil and they put a stone in it which obviously does not make soup uh-huh. but then Each person like said, oh, I've got a carrot and I've got a a, a meat bone and I've got a turnip. And, you know, when everybody puts something in, it suddenly became this gourmet meal that fed the whole village. Mm -hmm. This idea that that when we each bring something to the table, we create more for everyone, as opposed to the pie mentality, which is, oh, if that person gets their their slice, there's less for me. Mm, We've got that. to get over that kind love of it. thinking. All right.
2: Man, that's that's powerful. I mean, that uh, for our listeners, if there's anything they take away, they should take away that. As a matter of fact, I said I was going to do this on the first side and I did. And I want to give uh, people a chance to connect with you. So we'll do this now and we'll do it. We'll do it again at the end of the show. How do people reach Libby Shaft and her staff or whoever you like for people to reach?
3: Sure. You? Well, listen, I'm very active on social media. I love doing, like, my stories on Instagram. Uh, so I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just know that my name is not spelled Shaft like our opening song. <laughs> um, <laughs> so on Twitter and stuff, you look, look for me at L-I-B-B-Y-S-C-H-A-A-F. That's two A's, one F. Um, also on social media, you're going to see I do something called Mobile Mayor. And that means uh, every few weeks, I pick some spot in the open community. I bring a desk and a chair. You don't need an appointment. Show up. If there's a line, we do restrict you to 10 minutes. Wow. But uh, mobile mayor, just show up. Uh, just chat with the mayor. It's, it's a little more intimate than like a town hall or big meetings that I, I do sometimes as well. But um, we advertise mobile mayor on uh our social media and then of course email is office of the mayor at oaklandca.gov
2: office of the mayor wow at oaklandca.gov if you want to reach Libby and her more than more than capable staff they've been fantastic working with me you know i want to ask you a question because you know as a business person We've seen, you know, businesses coming out of Oakland. What have you thought about, Libby, that can keep those businesses there, and especially black businesses? We've seen them leave, as we've seen the black population leave Oakland. Any ideas on how you can help black businesses stay there or black people stay there?
3: Well— Everything comes down to housing right now. I think that is the main challenge that the whole Bay Area has. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, overall, we've actually been attracting more business than we have lost. We've been definitely seeing net gains in businesses. Uh, 13% of Oakland businesses are black-owned. Mm. But the thing that bothers me is the average gross income of those businesses. Mm-hmm. There is still a huge disparity between our black-owned businesses and our white-owned businesses. And uh, things like Kiva are things that we're doing to try and grow businesses. I'm also really um, pleased with the Oakland Startup Network. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a collaboration that was born out of our office with uh, the Kaufman Foundation and the fabulous Kapor Center for Mm -hmm. Social Impact. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that is really aimed at black entrepreneurs that are in the tech space Uh, There is mentoring, there's technical assistance, and there is access to capital. Mm, Show me the money. (laughs) Um, One other thing I just want to plug, on November 7th, Oakland is also hosting Afrotech 2019. It is going to be the first time that we are hosting the national conference of black people in tech. So uh, there's going to be more than 5,000 Black wow. founders, entrepreneurs, engineers. Um, it is going to be hopping here in Oakland uh, in November uh, with wow. Black uh, AfroTech.
2: Wow, man. I, I think I'm just working my way. Libby, you got to get me in. Libby, you got to hook a brother up. You got to get me in, huh? <laughs>
3: hey, I'll do my best.
2: Hey, one thing we want to talk about, and I want to talk a little bit about transportation, because I don't know if you've heard of this, but a good friend of mine, and he's a part of a business called Cybertran is the name of his company. Have you ever heard of Cybertran? It's about a you know a, a way to kind of augment BART, any of those things. Have you heard of anything called Cybertran before in Oakland?
3: I haven't, but I'm hearing about it now and I will look into it because, you know, we need to recognize that we are one interconnected, interdependent region. Mm -hmm. And when we think about housing, jobs and the transportation systems that get people from where they live to where they can earn a living, uh, that is not working right now for everybody in the Bay Area. And I am very determined to do my part to fix it, not just thinking about Oakland, because very few people live, work, and play all within the same boundaries of one city. Even, you know, I'm the mayor of Oakland. I'm all Oakland, Oakland, Oakland. Even I sneak out from time to
2: time. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Now, I want to ask you a question about someone who's running for city council um, coming up. Have you heard of a Bishop Bob Jackson there in Oakland? He's running for city council. Have you heard that?
3: Of course, yes. I was, uh, it's, at church at Axville <laughs> Gospel on Easter Sunday, and Bishop Bob was talking about his candidacy from the pulpit.
2: <laughs> well, I'm hoping, because I know he has a big heart for Oakland, and, and, and that's where that community service comes, when people have a heart for that. I want you to give out your... He con- does,
3: he does. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's done a great job with the OK Mentoring uh, Program, something mm-hmm. I'm a huge supporter of, although I do have an issue with him. He supports the coal terminal in West Oakland, and I do not think that that is a good idea. It's mm. bad for the planet, bad for people's health. So I take issue with him on that, but I uh, really appreciate the work he's done with Men of Valor and OK Mentoring.
2: Well, we only have about a minute left, and I want to make sure that, uh, you know, we get a chance to get your information on how they could connect with you real quickly. Libby, would you mind sharing that again?
3: Sure. Again, email Mayor at Oakland. CA.gov. Phone number 510-238-3141. Or hit me up on social media. I am at Libby Schaff. L-I-B-B-Y-S-C-H-A-F.
2: Well, we're out of time right now, but we want to thank our guest, Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff. And until next time, stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
1: You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections.